Welcome to Cameratech Podcast, episode 74. This time we're not in our usual set. Once again, we're out in the wild. We just thought we'd come out. The weather was good. It was good, right? It's not bad at all, is it? It's been Absolutely. a lovely day. So remember, if you're listening to the audio version of this episode, you can see where we are out in the wild over on youtube.com forward slash Cameratech. Just head over there. Once you're there, hit that subscribe button, give us a like. That'd be super awesome. And we would love you forever. Now, this is episode 74. Already? Already. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But where are we in 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 time and space? <laughs> in time and space. Huh? Right. We are, well, when you are watching this, uh, we would have already been, come or would have already come back from the photography show. Yeah. At the NAC in Birmingham. As it happens, we are actually recording this a few days before the show even starts. Um, so we haven't been yet. I'm just, uh, I'm just uh, wondering whether they're going to pull over and tell us to stop filming. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what happens. I think he's missed us. Oh, dear. <laughs> just over there is one of the park rangers. <laughs> anyway. We're not doing anything illegal. No. We're just talking about cameras and stuff. So this, so this comes out f uh, three days after we would have got back. Mm -hmm. So photography show would have been Monday, uh, finished Monday. No, it finishes on Tuesday. Yes. But we're going the Sunday and the Monday. Yeah. Um, this comes out on Thursday. But we are filming this the week before the photography show because, frankly, there's not enough time to get it all in. So we are here. So it's going to be a little odd talking about post-photography show <laughs> Uh, Pre-photography show. Exactly. <laughs> well, the reason why um, we're going to be a little bit pushed for time is because we've actually got a lot of stuff planned. So next week's episode is going to feature everything and anything that's been going on at the show itself. We're going to be creating an episode at the photography show and uh, we're going to be meeting up with a whole lot of our uh, former guests uh, there's going to be lots of new cameras and gear and stuff to look at. It should be super, super awesome. So make sure to tune in again next Thursday when we've got the uh, photography show special episode planned. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. It's going to take a lot of editing, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. really looking forward to it, though. I actually yeah, can't wait. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be really, really good. Um, it's going to be a, a, an early start, though, um, and I've got a busy weekend. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be down at um, Goodwood on Saturday um, for the revival. So those of you who are into cars will know what that is. Uh, if you don't, go check it out. Um, no Kay has no idea about no. cars. What do you drive, Kay? Um, you drive the future. I drive the future, that's right. <laughs> Quite right. You drive the past. <laughs> yeah, I drive the past, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, so... Uh, yeah, Goodwood, and then um, I'm out that evening too, and then early start, you're going to pick me up at seven? Something like that, half past six. And off up to yeah. Birmingham. Yeah. So if you have met with us at the show last, last weekend, um, then uh, it was great to meet you. <laughs> we, we love talking to you. I'll make sure you keep listening. Uh, that would be fantastic. But today we've got a number of things on the show. So first of all, um, we're going to talk a little bit about all the things that we're looking forward to seeing at the show. Um, like I mentioned earlier, you know, we're looking forward to hooking up with a bunch of our former guests for the first time in person. I mean, this is this in itself. Other is, than one. Well, other than one, right? Yeah, correct. So, but th that in itself, I find is, is really quite exciting, actually. 
yeah, that's going to be great. Um, thankfully, a lot of them are, are there on the two days that we're yeah we're, we're going as well. Um, and it's we're going on the Sunday and the Monday purely because it's the only days we could do. <laughs> exactly, we're busy otherwise, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, can't can't wait to meet them. Um, we'll go see some of their talks. Um, that's mm-hmm. going to be great. Um, a lot of them are doing. In fact, all of them are doing talks, I believe. Yeah, almost all of them. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Uh, which is going to be great. Um, you know, we'll we'll know if Dave Williams is there because we'll see his um, his van out in the parking <laughs> <Yeah>. lot. <laughs> Coffee phone way part two. Yeah, he may be asleep in there. We don't know. We'll go find out. Yeah, we'll wake him up. Hey, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, like to just get get in there and crack in. Yeah, I'm looking forward to um, see actually getting my hands on a number of of new cameras and stuff. That'd be really interesting. Yeah. So the one that really piques my interest right now, given that I switched to Canon um, not too long ago, is the um, R3. Mm-hmm. It is the R3. Yeah, that is what it's called, right? Yeah. The R3. The six thousand dollar. <laughs> Oh, three. You heard that here. $6,000, which means it will be give or take £6,000 over here. Yeah. Always is. Yeah. Um, and to see what it's really, really, really like. Um, you know, I did a quick look at the specs between, because I used the C70, I didn't compare it to that, um, but I've got an R6 as well. So I've compared the specs to the R6 only. And um, we were just saying off off air that, there isn't. There would be no reason for me to for me personally no. to purchase uh, an R3 for more than double the price of what the R6 costs. Yeah. You know, the R6 is uh, twenty point one megapixels, and the R3 is going to be twenty four something. Um, give or give or take. I forget exactly. Um, the video capabilities is bet- are better. Um, it can shoot six um, K uh, RAW. Mm. Um, it can't do 120 uh, in 4K, which the C70 can. Big reason why I bought the uh, um, C70. So that's that's an interesting thing, though, because you got to remember always that you know you want to. You're always looking for the right tool for the right job. Yeah, you know, exactly. ultimately. And um, DR3 is really aimed at the kind of at the 1DX shooters. Mm-hmm. You know, sports, uh, wildlife that kind of a thing you know where 30 frames per second really matters yeah you know that's that kind of thing I think and that's been their flagship camera for yeah God, that's in 10 years as long as that maybe exactly so you know I think if video is your thing then I'm not really convinced the R3 is going to be such a great deal in fact I've heard some rumors that Canon are working on something like the R5C or something which is a cinema version of the R5 which is basically the R5 but if you remember the R5 got a lot of criticism for um, overheating. And so the R5C is supposed to have like an inbuilt cooling system. Right. So that's basically the R5 with all of its amazing video capabilities aimed at video shooters. In a C70 package. Pretty, oh yeah. You know, it's kind not of, kind of what it's going to be like, yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, what's interesting about the R3 is um, that it's got unlimited record time, yeah. which the R6 doesn't. Um, that's 29 minutes or whatever, but that's not, mm. a pro- that's not what I shoot video with. I do it for the right situation because sure. um, it's small and nimble. Um, but I don't ever need any more than that. Now, what's interesting, going to be interesting is whether you still get the overheating issues that the R6 and the R5 have with the R3. I wonder. Yeah. So the recording limit's gone, but that's nothing to do with the overheating. I imagine that it would have 
gotten a handle on the overheating issue because why take the recording limit away if then you know you can't live up to it because the things overheating doesn't make any sense they will say that for, uh, i don't know we'll, we'll, we'll find out at yeah, some exactly. point well, be interesting. My, my, i'm gonna yeah. guess that it's unlimited and it will be we'll never overheat using 1080 yeah right which the r6 doesn't yeah but it probably still will when you start hitting 4k and 6k yeah definitely with 6k yeah, but that'd be an interesting thing to see. I mean, there's, there's also there's a couple of new um, Canon lenses that, is, that have come out. So that would be an interesting thing to see. I think there's a whole bunch of other... There's some bridge cameras, I think, that are new. Are there? Yeah, so that'd be interesting. Um, yeah, there's, there's a whole bunch of new stuff on the Canon stall this yeah, time. it's going to be good. That'd be cool. There's a whole... I mean... There's lots of new stuff to look at, actually. Fuji's brought out uh, some new stuff, some new cameras. Um, Nikon have just brought out the Z9, mm. which is of the R3 equivalent, really, I mean, sim similar sort of thing. I think they introduced it at the Olympic Games in Tokyo. Um, so I'm pretty sure we'll be seeing that. Um, and yeah, uh, Sony's new, what is the A7R4? Is that what it's being it? called? I don't know. I think so. I, I'm not, I haven't kept up with Sony, Me neither. I, have to, I have to say. <laughs> Me neither, but, you know, nevertheless. Um, those are the, the things to look out for. I'm also looking forward to uh, to visiting some of the smaller manufacturers, you know, the kind of accessory manufacturers. Yep. So really looking forward to that because I've had my eye on, um, you know, on different types of filter systems mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that. So that'd be interesting to check out. So, yeah, I think it's going to be very, very interesting. I, I mean, apart from anything else, this is the first in-person, face-to-face photography show in two years. Yeah. I mean, it, just the sheer fact that you can actually walk in and meet other humans, Yeah, that yeah. in itself is going to be amazing. I hope there's going to be indoor fireworks. <laughs> indoor fireworks? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sparklers. Yeah. Things like that. Health and safety. Health and safety. Right oh, dear. Yeah, so that should be, that should be interesting. But um, that's not the only thing that's new. Is it not? In camera world. Yeah. Is it not? Yeah, because clearly the the, uh, the biggest news over the last week has been the announcement of the the new iPhone 13. Ah, yes. The next iPhone. Is it going to be any different than the last one? Uh, well, <laughs> Martin, well, obviously there's, there's improvements to the to the camera, especially the the, uh, the folder and video software on it. Yeah, I, think, I, I believe they're the biggest improvements other than a bit of speed increase um, for the iPhone itself. Yeah, I don't know if you're iPhone shooters. Um, if you do like to take pictures on your iPhone, then uh, keep watching because we've got a little special coming up in just a minute for you right there. But um, let's talk about the sort of enhanced camera capabil capabilities of the iPhone. There's, there's one thing that really sticks out for me, um, and that's got to do with video. Because if you remember, iPhone came out with the portrait mode mm -hmm. um, originally, which is Essentially, if you take you take a portrait um, photograph, it will use AI to to blur out the background. So you're basically creating sort of artificial bokeh, which has traditionally been one of the downsides of um, phone photography. Yeah, you know, um, and that's really what was set you know DSLRs and mirrorless cameras apart from from using you know phones. Um, but this uh, you know the portrait mode has really changed that a little bit. Yeah, to a degree, because we can we can argue about whether that book is actually any good. Sometimes it is. I feel sometimes it isn't. It, it used in the right situation where it can't 
get confused by other objects that are near the foreground yeah. or you know it it doesn't look particularly real to me to me anyway yeah. but if you use it in the right situation that photo will look a damn sight better than if you used it without yeah you know and i don't uh, i forget whether it's capable of um you, uh, creating the right depth of field in front of the subject. I don't think it does. No, I, I think, think everything's tack sharp in, yeah, yeah, in think, front. I think it? it just identifies the background. Um, plus which is, which is again, for a, a snap on your phone. Yeah, great. Yeah, does the job. If you need to take, you know, a selfie or something for your company ID card, it will definitely make for a better photo for yeah. sure. Like yeah. you know, on the quick, no problem. Yeah, totally. What? Um, what they, uh, I, I'm going to struggle to remember the director's name now. Um, whoever directed the latest June film oh, okay. um, came out of a quote, something along the lines of the iPhone 13 is going to revolutionize the film industry. Yeah. Words to, words yeah, the to reason, that effect. I guess the reason why I said that is because iPhone 13 is now capable of um, creating the same bouquet in uh, in video mm -hmm. so it's like a video portrait mode so that's you know that is relatively interesting it's very interesting I, I, i'd like to see you know how how good it is you know you know if it is it still going to get confused like the the photo photo version does yeah um but again it'd be one of those it's an additional feature used in the right situation great yeah it does it'll do the business i'm sure yeah. of it but the thing about bokeh is of course you know Every lens has its own sort of signature bouquet. Mm -hmm. So some lenses work better than others. You know, um, you know, cheaper kind of lenses typically don't have as nice, as smooth a bouquet as others. And you can even, yeah, I mean, you can see a difference between Canon lenses and, you know, uh, Nikon lenses. Um, there's always the issue of having different size sensors mm -hmm. and all the rest of it. So, you know, it remains to be seen, I think, you know how good that actually works but i mean it's an interesting move i think yeah yeah it, it is interesting and i i i'm willing to bet and in due course you'll be able to select what type of bokeh you want on it you know from which yeah. manufacturer's lens stuff <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that right. you, know, you know what i mean <laughs> hey Fuji bokeh okay, okay yeah 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 <laughs> stuff like that will, right. will be in there eventually um but at the end of the day we have to remember that there's still phones and all this stuff is an amazing bonus, you know. Yeah, for sure. You've got this in your pocket to take a quick yeah. piece of footage, quick photo, and it's look great without having to carry all your gear around. But the thing to remember, I think, always is that you know the best camera is the one that you've got on you. Mm -hmm. And seeing that we all have phones on us all of the time, you know, I'm, I'm willing to bet that virtually everyone listening or, or watching this podcast will be using their phone to some degree to take pictures. You know, whether that's just family pictures or whether it's just whatever you know we're not talking about professional photography but we are talking about just taking pictures in everyday life yeah you know and uh and of course i mean you can use your iphone to create you know good looking photography mm -hmm. you know there are lots of examples for that in actual fact when uh, we were first talking about the new iphone 13 a couple of days ago that kind of got me thinking and i kind of thought well I should really be able to come up with a bunch of hacks that will allow you to improve your photography with an iPhone. 
or even know how to use it. You, or even, use, not, use the, or use even the camera. <laughs> well, that's right. So as I was researching some of these uh, iPhone camera hacks, I've actually learned a couple of things myself that I didn't know before. I'm impressed. Yeah, let's have a look at that right now. Hack number one. One of the things I've always found really quite tricky is to actually get to the camera right from the lock screen until I discovered this. All you've got to do from the lock screen is actually simply swipe left and it's there, right there. No need to press buttons, open menus, anything like that. You just simply swipe left, it's done. There you go, shebang. Tip number two. So next I'm going to show you how you can set the exposure on your iPhone. So typically when you hold your iPhone at anything, it will automatically figure out what to expose for and what to put into focus. But if you want to do something different and maybe be a little bit more creative, you can actually tell your phone what to focus on. So in this case, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set my focus on to Nick, who's filming me right now. And all you've got to do is simply tap the screen, you get a little yellow box, and the iPhone's going to focus on that. So once you've set your focus, you might want to change the exposure because you figure, well, Nick's a little bit dark in this and I want to you know, bring the exposure up. So all you've got to do is put your finger right next to the yellow box, tap the screen, and then move your finger up or down. And what happens is the exposure either goes brighter or it goes darker. Super easy. So once you've taken the photo, you'll notice that the exposure goes back to automatic, which is a bit of a pain in the backside. So there's a trick though. You can basically tell your phone to lock the exposure in. That's super simple. All you got to do is point your phone at your subject, press the screen, get the exposure, and then keep your finger on the screen for a second or so, and the uh, autofocus and exposure lock will kick in. So here's tip number three, burst mode. If you want to take photos of something that moves really fast, you can activate burst mode. Now, things have changed since some of the earlier version of iOS, where you just had to press and hold the shutter button. In the newer versions, what you need to do is point your phone at whatever you want to photograph, and then press the shutter button and immediately move your finger to the left. Here's tip number four. You can use the volume buttons on your phone to take a photo. So sometimes when you're holding the phone in a weird orientation, or you're very low down, or you're taking a selfie, it's actually really quite awkward to get around to hitting the shutter button. So you can use the volume buttons on the side of your phone to take a photo. Bob's your uncle. Who's Bob? <laughs> Tip number five, use live mode and pick a keyframe after you've taken a photo. When you switch on live mode, your phone doesn't just take one photo, it takes a whole sequence of shots. It's a little bit like burst mode, but it then puts them together into a little mini video clip. But you can go in after the fact and choose the actual keyframe that you want to use. Here's how it works. So all you've got to do is switch on live mode, which is this little circular icon on the top right hand corner. So as soon as life is on, all you need to do is point your phone, click the shutter button, done. So now we'll go into edit. And again, we'll click on the live button, which is now on the bottom left, right down here. And we can now move this frame around until we've come to whichever frame we decide is our favorite keyframe. So let's make this one the keyframe right here. We've got our keyframe, perfect. Here's tip number six, and it's all about long exposure. Long exposure has been something that's been relatively tricky to do with a phone, but iPhone makes it really easy. All we've got to do is go back to live mode just like before, return live on. Now, we point our phone at something, 
click the shutter button. And just as before, we go into edit and we hit the uh, live button again. We find our keyframe, click the key photo and we click done. Now we're back out of the editor, but we're not finished yet. What we're gonna do now is swipe up and we'll see a bunch of effects options. Swipe all the way to the right, hit long exposure, all done. Here's a couple of bonus tips that I thought you might like. The first one is the loop function, which is really fun. All you gotta do is point your phone at something that's moving, like Nick over there, take a shot, go back into the editor, click the live button, find your keyframe, click done, and now swipe up again and you'll see the effects panel. Click on loop and put that on Instagram. Here's bonus tip number two. Composition is one of the most important aspects in photography, no matter whether you shoot with a phone or with a camera. To help you with that, you can switch on a grid. It's easy. All you gotta do is hit settings, scroll down to the camera app, click on camera, scroll down to the composition section and turn the grid toggle on. So here's my final bonus tip. If you wanna jazz up your composition and make your pictures look a little bit more interesting, remember that shooting everything from shoulder height or eye level height is maybe not the most interesting thing to do. So I found this little branch in the woods right here. If I just took a picture of that, like this, it's pretty uninteresting. However, if I crouch down and go really super low, I can turn the phone around as well so that I can get even closer to the ground and I took a picture of that. That looks a hell of a lot better. That's it, I hope you enjoyed those six little iPhone hacks. Go out and use them. I'm sure it'll make your photography even better than it is already. Hey, wait a minute, squirrel. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed some silly dances and movements. <laughs> yep, that happened. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think Kay said it well right at the end there. If you haven't noticed or have heard about some of these uh, hacks before, just go and pick up your phone and try it out, you know? Apart from you people who use, um, you know, those funny other funny phones, whatever they're called. What flip phones? Robot phones. <laughs> Robot phones? Oh, Android. Android's Android. Android. Like them. <laughs> Sorry, Android users. Only joking. Um, yeah, go try it out. Go try it out. I learned a couple of things there, although I was also surprised that you didn't know a couple of them. Yeah. <laughs> The thing that I actually didn't know, funny oh. enough, was the fact that you can just simply swipe left to yeah, uh, exactly to get the camera. But I didn't know that. In other news, I've sat in a load of sap. Excellent. Oh my! And now it's all over my hand as well. Perfect. Perfect. We're in fact sitting on a tree trunk out here. Oh yes, world. you probably can't see the tree trunk. Right? Yeah, we are. Sticky, sticky, sticky. Also, I don't know if you can hear those birds. Yeah. yeah actually, I no, you probably can't hear them. How is it? I'll fake them. How is it <laughs> that wherever we go, we're surrounded by wildlife? Wildlife, yeah. Anyway, what else have we been up to over the last couple of weeks? Uh, we, uh, we did a shoot the other day. Yeah. Um, for... Uh, small local business mm -hmm. um that was fun um i haven't got around to editing that just yet but that's uh post photography show yeah. work um 
That was that was interesting. That was because it was for a um, kind of a recruitment firm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably the best way to describe them. Yeah, um, virtual assistants. Yeah, virtual assistants. Um, so it's coming up with ideas as to how to portray that in a one-minute video. Um, but that was good fun. That was that was, that was really good fun. Um, decided to use a C seventy for the entire thing, um, including an a uh, over the top oh, yeah. <laughs> shot. That was heavy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> worth it though. Look good. Yeah, <laughs> looks good. Um, yeah. So good shoot. Good shoot. Yeah. Um, what else have uh, What else have we been up to? Well, I think we did we did two shoots. We did the video shoot. Um, but then we also did another car shoot, mm-hmm. which which didn't actually work out that well. Why was that? Well, we're kind of, I think we saved it in the end a little bit. But um, there were two reasons. Well, well, the main reason <laughs> was that we just um, it was one of those light painting um, shoots that we wanted to do, um, and uh, I mean, the fact is we just we just went out too late. It was too dark. Yeah, it, I mean it was literally pitch black. It dropped quickly. Yeah. Um, but we, we were in a meeting with uh, a couple other people just prior to this, and what happened was we almost finished up. We thought, no, let's go back inside for just a, a few minutes to finish up. Yeah. And those additional 10 minutes... That would have made all the difference. Made all the difference. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And then what else so happened stopped. on the shoot? Because it was dark. Do you remember? Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was basically, if you imagine the situation, we went out to shoot um, two cars. The location was completely unlit. So mm-hmm. it was, it literally was pitch, I mean, it was so dark, I couldn't even see, I couldn't see the hand in front of my eyes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was totally dark. Um, and because of that, um, I've realized, well, I didn't realize at the time that although the initial base shot was perfectly in focus. Every subsequent shot was actually ever so slightly out of focus. I mean, soft, I would call it, not really totally yeah. out of focus, yeah. but not really usable, you know, at that point. So uh, with the exception of a couple of um, long exposure shots that, that, you know, could be used. So, mm-hmm. so the end result really is kind of a composite out of maybe four different shots rather than the usual 20, yeah. 30. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, I think the end result is okay. You know, at least we came out with mm, that's with, the important with thing, photograph right? in the end. Um, I mean, this wasn't a commercial shoot by any stretch. No, no, no. This is for fun. Yeah, this was just because we had access to two cars uh, on that day. And, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that was a valuable lesson learned. You know. We, it's although you need the, the you know the daylight to, or the sun to go down for this sort of thing, uh, for the whole light painting thing. Um, there's also sort of a cutoff point when it's yeah. literally too dark. Yeah, and then it's just not doable. And of course, you can't really see your camera controls either. It's just very difficult to uh, to really make sure that everything's 100 in focus. Autofocus systems always across the board have a problem focusing in total darkness. Yep, you know, um, so. Yeah, it was uh, it was challenging. It was, it was, um, you know. But just goes to show that it happens to everybody. Yeah, stuff like this, right? It's, and of course, it's normal. Yeah, and of course, we didn't have a lot of time, so that was the other thing. We were also rushed. Yeah. Um, and that's you know that's another very valuable thing to bear in mind. You know, you really want to leave yourself enough time to make sure you can double check and triple check everything that's that's happening. Um, 
you know, typically I would shoot something like this tethered to a bigger screen so I can see exactly what's in focus and what wasn't. In this case, there was just no time for any of that. You know, it's literally rock up at the location, get the gear out, position the cars, and start shooting. That was, mm. that was pretty much it. Um, in contrast, actually, the, the video shoot that we did um, last week, we had plenty of time. Um, we shot the whole thing across two locations, yep. and uh, we really had, you know, the whole day to to work with. And you know, as, I mean, the end result therefore is is so much better because we could take care of every every little detail in there. Yeah, yeah. That's never underestimate how long things can take. Yeah, absolutely, um, and should take. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, if you think, oh yeah, we just want to shoot a couple of ten second clips or some just something like that, it's not going to take you twenty seconds to do that. No, exactly. It's going to take you an, an hour and a half or more, you know, yeah. who knows? It all depends, you know. So, you know, with that shoot, we had the time to basically set dress and make sure everything looked clean, yeah. um, professional. Any things that were cluttering up the shots were gone. We could move tables around, move whatever we want around it, um, for each shot. Yeah. And we did, you know, five second shot. Move everything around. Yeah. <laughs> Five second shot. Move, move everything again. Move half the office around. Yeah. yeah. But right. that's what it takes. And yeah. that's okay. The other thing to you know to bear in mind is that of course, especially when you're working with talent or you know, when you're creating a video uh, for you know, for professionals who are not necessarily used to being in front of the camera all the time, then you just need to allow for that time for people to warm up and relax and actually start to feel comfortable with having a big old lens stuck in their face. That's a really, really important thing. And one of the things I noticed, this is not the first time that it's happened, I think it happens pretty much every time, is that especially when we film talking heads sequences, um, whether they're scripted or not, what tends to happen is, is that for the first half an hour, 40 minutes, hour, you know, you shoot, you go through all the lines, you shoot all the content, and then when you just go back and you just go through the whole thing again, things start to work a lot more natural, a yeah. lot easier, because the person talking is now more comfortable with that whole situation. You know, they, they're now used to having a big light, you know, shining on them and, um, you know, the camera's rolling and all that kind of stuff. So people just relax into it. And as a result, the delivery becomes more natural. And that's the thing. We very often end up using probably 70% of that final take, actually. More. Or more, could or easily even, be more. Or even yeah. More than that, yeah. So that that was an you know that was an interesting, interesting thing that I've seen happening, virtually almost on every occasion. Yeah, yeah, and to the point where this particular shoot that we did, I'm I'm not even sure I'm even going to import the first <laughs> any of the early stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like a hundred hundred gigs worth of that. I'm not importing that. Yeah. And having to save that, I'm going to see if it's in the final shots first, and if it yeah. is, great. If something's yeah. not there with it, then I'll go back and check it yeah. and make sure we've got the best stuff. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, nah, that was all kind of yeah. cannon fodder. <laughs> yeah, you could really, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, but it's necessary to allow for that. Yeah. Um, and I think this is where a lot of people, in my experience, tend to fall short, but just by underestimating the amount of time it takes, you know, to to really get down to the, to the end yeah. result. And it's all, always, always worth, if you're just having a quick run through, just so they can get used to, you know, speaking through the script and, you know, warming up a little bit. Yeah. 
Record it. Don't tell them you're recording it. Record it anyway. Yeah. You would be amazed, amazed at the stuff you get out of that. That's that could al- almost be as good as the final final take when you go back through it. Yes, it's the red light. Don't... Yes, it's the red light on the camera that adds to the nerve yeah. nervousness. Exactly. You know, that's exactly. The, that's the thing. Just tell them that the red light means it's off. Like off. Actually, in fact, you know, this is. <laughs> I can really feel that because the uh, when we switched from the GH5 to the uh, to the C70, the C70 has a little red line on the front mm-hmm. that's that's red when it's recording, and that initially may, actually made me feel more nervous. Oh yeah, I know. Oh, didums. Right? Never underestimate how many takes it takes to do an intro. <laughs> <laughs> As you would have seen in last week's episode. Well, exactly. If you if you haven't seen last week's episode, go check it out with um, Dave Clayton, and go to YouTube and go to the very end as well. <laughs> I already haven't seen it yet. Oh, have you oh, not? Oh, no, I there. haven't. Oh yeah, those God. outtakes, they're they're there, my friend. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Excellent. Well, that's good. <laughs> Brilliant. I haven't haven't made it that far. Oh, there you go. There you go. What else is new? Oh, one thing's new. If you're wondering what I'm wearing. Are you flashing our viewers? I am flashing. Check it out. <laughs> the merch has arrived. Why is it arrived and not the ribbon? A ribbon? Yeah, it's so much better. The merch has a ribbon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's, that's, that's up there with Jesus has risen. <laughs> we are in a medieval forest. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I guess it is. Looks cool though. I know. That's great little Just like this though. t-shirt. Looks very cool. Yeah. So merch is not yet, but will be at some point soon. <laughs> on the <cards>. Available. <laughs> if you like to uh, get hold of one of these um, Camera Shake podcast t-shirts, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll make one for you. We may make it available. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Well, that being said, <laughs> it's a, this was a very short episode. Yep. I'm but covered cool. in sap still. I'm covered in, like, mosquitoes. What is going on? Yeah, I know. Anyway. And we've lost light as well, so... Hmm. It's probably telling us to wrap up for today. Yeah. Um, remember, tune in next week when we're going to um, have the, the entire photography show episode up and running for you. That should be really super interesting. And again, if you did come and say uh, hello to us at the show, super awesome. Um, otherwise, we will see you next week. That's weird. It's like a time warp thing. Mm-hmm. Super awesome. Super awesome. Can I say it one more time? Super awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will love you and leave you at this point. And we'll see you again next Thursday.